Hello and welcome to episode 43 of the Talking Wednesday podcast. I am, sorry, I'm going to James from Dexterity Box now rather than saying yes. I am Dexterity Box, even though it's going to slip in there. Jake, PugChef41, there are all the handles on there. Follow all our socials, all of that good stuff. And I hope this podcast finds you well as always. How has your week been, Jake? How's it been going, pal? It been long, but I don't. I'm a big stiffler for the whole run up bonfire night and Halloween kind of thing. It doesn't do me good. But it's been good. It's been nice to see people and see friends and family and just slowly start, start things in here out because there's some changes that are going to be happening in here soon in terms of background. If I can get the stuff I want to do, uh, there may even be a neon light behind me. There may be two. So that'll be good. Um, neon? Yep. Please get the right ones, because otherwise we're gonna have going to have camera issues up I'm the going wall. To, I'm going to get the ones that don't flicker. Don't worry. This is why I'm looking into it. Thank you. Because Make I do because you film everything at a specific frame rate. If you mess that up, we're in trouble. Oh, we're screwed. Yeah. <laughs> if if that on. happens, I will literally get a message from that thing. Turn that off. Take it down now. Yeah, because you all you will see on the camera because we were, all you'll see on the camera is the flicker. Yeah, to be honest, and to be fair, I wouldn't be able to watch it or edit it, so it would be per- yeah. worth for me as well. So <laughs> yeah, but yeah, apart from that, looking at doing things in here, had a bit of a move around in here without everything set up. But apart from that, it's been a good week. What about you? Um, it's been okay. It's been really busy. I haven't had time to breathe. I know. I know we say that a lot, but um, a lot even. But I, I was quite annoyed this week. Right, here's here's James's rant this week. So, rant of the week: scalping in the collectors community or anything oh. for anything, everything bloody thing you want now. Because people I have been saw bored. this. Yeah, it's people are just buying crap that they know people are gonna want, and there's not a supply issue. It's just people buying them all and then charging double on eBay or triple on eBay. Right. Yep. It's annoying when it comes to. It annoyed me when it comes to, like, you know, my nerdy collectibles and stuff like that. It's even more annoying when it's someone I care about and then it's, like, something, like, as as simple as, like, you know, Amiibo cards for, like, an Animal Crossing game, which are meant to be, like, £4, which then people are going out. And if kids want them, like nieces and nephews, if partners want them, if people want them, they have to then go on Amazon and spend, like, 18 quid. My sister literally got one doing it that way and i'm like oh that just oh it hurts me because well we reserved some because i was i was working on on saturday this week so i was like we'll reserve some friday we'll go pick them up sunday people they left the reservations to the side on yeah. the desk and while the back was turned we found out they'd robbed our reservations no way yeah Jesus. so and they're sold out everywhere because people are selling them for like triple retail they're not worth that so you know uh, what are they and they just turn and say, sorry, we'll let you know when they come back in stock. Or is it well, they said like, if, you, if, you, if we come back in, we'll try and sort, sort you out sort of thing. But like, obviously with reservations, you don't, you don't, this annoying no. it wasn't click and collect. They don't pay for them. But if it was click and collect, I'd have been very angry because we'd have paid for them and then they'd have been gone. robbed. They're meant to go in the back though, but they hadn't. They'd gone to the side and they'd got robbed. And it's just a case of like, you get a small amount of time and just, we're going to get a couple of gifts and things like that. And then so, so quite, quite enjoys that side of things. So I was like, we'll get them and we can get them, you know, it was just stupid. That I just, it just made me realize how much has been scalped. The fact yeah. that that's been scalped. Cause I thought it was just in sort of like 
my nerdy collectible sort of stuff, but everything at the if you, is... If you look at everything from, say, 2020 onwards, everything just went in high demand. Look at how many people were paying over the odds for recording equipment, cameras, because they're all working from home, so people were making big buck. The pandemic yeah. let everyone just get a bit greedy. Let's be fair. Yeah. I just, that, I, what I can't wait for in terms of the streaming equipment is next year on eBay when everything mm. starts. Nobody needs this anymore. And well, they start would, selling it and need it well, gone. Well, that was brilliant when everybody went back to work because I just trolled Facebook Marketplace and I got so many bargains. Mm. <laughs> and like the green screen I use normally goes new. I think it's 150. I pay 50 quid for it. Well, I, I remember when I bought my DSLR. Um, I think I bought my DSLR just before lockdown, yeah. but I wanted to run a proper Elgato setup with it, um, and I couldn't get one. There was like three week delay on the stock because people had been buying them out. Because when I needed an Elgato, it was lockdown. Yeah, everybody and was they like, were, they were a nightmare to get. Mm. And this is just the, this is just the uh, the the uh, normal capture card. It wasn't the Camlink or anything like that because I yeah. wanted it for the the game recording and the camera, but. It's it, it's all gone a bit mental, and I thought that was going to be my rant of the week because people need to just stop being idiots. Yeah, or because they're not going to. That, that's the thing. It's also people that, for example, let's take trading cards for example. They are only worth money in twenty or so years. If everybody didn't buy them twenty or so years ago, you're not going to buy them and flip them straight away. That's not a continual thing. No, but that. But people have been buying into it in the past few months that so that is what's going to happen. So they've been buying stuff for retail and triple in the retail and stupid idiots have been paying for it because they've only just come into the hobby and it's just ruining stuff. And it, I, I think it, if you're a sports collector, stuff like that, I'm pretty sure that's happening in the same field. So Capitalism ruins everything. It takes the fun out of everything. <laughs> oh, like... careful, 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 Jake. You'll have a query right going, oh, you're just getting too political on that there, podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but... I've had it in the past where we've looked at getting certain things. Like, the, there's, it literally all it is is a plastic cover for my uh, audio setup because this room sometimes gets quite dusty. I don't want it going in all my faders. Is your name Shadipo Punk? <laughs> You're getting a little bit left wing there. <laughs> that's very good. Well done. Carry on. That needs to get clipped out and put <laughs> on, on the Twitter. But to get that, at the minute, it's not even out yet, and people are already getting it, and they're already selling something that's about, I think it's about 45 quid for a piece of plastic, and it's already going for like 100 quid on eBay. Mm-hmm. And Have the you seen that to- bloody razor light-up mask? Yes! <laughs> what is all that? It's, oh, it's stupid, isn't it? Am, am I an old man now? Yeah, I am. I'm drinking a cup of tea on a podcast. I'm an old man. But uh, no, back in my day, we didn't do all of this. He's just getting ready for Team Review 2021. Do you want to know what we did last night? What? Yeah, mine and Soph's like mad Sunday night. Go on. Right. We uh, we compiled a spreadsheet of all my Pokemon cards. Makes sense. You need to know what you've got and what you haven't got and then what I to say get. I we. I was... Um, I was watching something. Self was spreadsheeting. Yeah, but that this is the thing. Like my mine and Sarah's relationship, 
we've, we had the situation where I'll play a computer game and she'll sit and watch it because she enjoys watching me play computer games. Yeah, I know, but it's just it. rich. It's it's rich that she was the one doing the spreadsheet, but but it was like she. I think I think she just likes doing spreadsheets. That's what I'm going <laughs> to tell myself anyway because. She had a lot more patience with it than I would have had with it. But I was just there going, oh, I forgot I had that. Oh, I forgot I had that. <laughs> but it's nice. That's why I was doing it, because I want to know what I've got. And then you had, oh, I need that. <laughs> yeah, that's the worst. That's the worst thing. Yeah. But anyway, let's, um, let's get into the podcast, shall we? So, yes, please leave us reviews. I know uh, we had some people saying they've left us reviews. Podbean comments are great, and please do chat on that because that's our that's where we put the podcast out and stuff like that. But only certain sites have got review functions. You yeah. can leave comments, but reviews are the star systems and the actual reviews. They are on Apple Podcasts and Podchaser. So if you can leave us one on one of those two, they actually give us something in the podcast rankings. So when people search for our podcast, it goes higher up the rankings depending on our reviews and things like that. So that's why it's really important if you haven't left us a review on one of those, it would help us out massively if you could. The nice thing is people starting to realize that the reviews are like the like button and where it, I, it helps it help the algorithm, helps it get it. So think of it like that and it just helps us out and gets it to more people. Yep, I'd like to give a massive shout out to Maple Leaf as well, giving yep, us, us our first super thanks. on the, uh, the super thanks is another option where you can financially support us on YouTube. Um, so it's like it's like, it's like those, a super when chat. you stream you super chat but you can actually do it on videos now so if you actually well you can mine click, hasn't updated yet yeah that's true however we <laughs> it, you were sorted out as well weren't yeah you, so. i was uh, very <laughs> was very good. much appreciated it and we're ever so appreciative of it all really with how yeah. when that happened because at the end of the day we don't do the kind of thing to make money we do it because we love the hobby well, also, there's one thing that I will say. If you do fancy uh, ever joining memberships, please do it in the next couple of months because we are about to hit a year. And yeah. you know what a year means of a podcast? Yes, it means an anniversary, but it also means renewal fees. Yes. <laughs> yes. So that'll be fun um, with all the audio stuff and things like that. So also means we're going to have to do a podcast where in the same room. Oh. Yeah, I, I know. Shall we, just I put, know. shall we just take it back to COVID times and just put a barrier? Yeah. No, it'd be good that I'm. I'm looking forward to doing that. Yeah, we are looking at stuff for that down the line. I mean, we've got to sort it soon, really, because we're going to be yeah into Christmas, and I think well, we started. Uh, it's like early January, isn't it? Yeah. So, yeah, that'll be interesting. If you've got what any if- ideas for that, please uh, do drop us them in the Discord or send us an email talkingwednesdaypodcast at gmail dot com. Let's get into it with Captain Nat writing in and says, uh, very important topic to start us off today. Are there any circumstances where socks and sandals are okay together? Nope. Nope. Not unless you are on some sort of list, I believe. Um, oh, that's not going to go down well because Brad the other day put a picture up and he was wearing socks and sandals. Did he? Yeah. He, <laughs> he was a fire Sorry, marshal. <laughs> Why would but, you wear socks and sandals? I don't get it. No, it's a no for me. It just looks weird. It doesn't. Right. Um, I, I might retract that, actually, because I do understand it. Like, if you don't want to get your feet out and you just... If you just, like, putting the bins out, then yeah. But if you're full on doing it as a look, there needs to be a word there, really, doesn't there? Mm. 
There's only one person on the internet who gets away with it, and he's a YouTuber anyway, and that's Line of Tech Tips, because he made it a joke. <laughs> that's really, really... Say that again. I like line the way of... you put it. What, Line of Tech Tips? Yeah. It's a bit of a, a, bit of a mouthful for you, that one, isn't it? <laughs> Too many T's. Um, yeah. I just... I, I'll be honest, Captain, that I think it's... I don't really care. Do you do you? If you want a socks and sandal, it, he's not obviously writing in saying that he wears socks and sandals together. Um, we should say I don't want to slander the man in such a way, but I don't. I don't wear socks and sandals. I don't I own don't. sandals. In fairness, we had the I, uh, croc debate last week. To be fair, yeah, I don't own sandals. I own slippers, mm. and that's about it. I don't even think I have any slippers before. You see, my uni house used to have the stairs of death, right? Oh, they're fun. And, they're, they're and I have an, with that. I, uh, it's not great. <laughs> I haven't. Oh, it was one of them staircases that just goes straight down. So there's no like wall to bounce off if you get, you know, because because my house here has got a staircase that goes down, then to a side, and then down. So if you mm. fall down it, you hit a wall. So that's not as bad. But this one is just straight down because it was uh, the unit house was straight down into the kitchen. Yeah. So this house here is it's they're going straight down, but the bloke I put we bought that house off. Put a trap door at the bottom of the stairs to like a basement area, which it's not a basement, it's the crawl space on the house. But I fell through that on the first day we moved in. I'm like, that's yeah, not safe that for is me. That's something I'd do as well. Well, it's, it's one of those where like I wore slippers back to slippers, mm. and there were the slippers that were quite slippy. And I was halfway, I was at the, like the second step, and the second step's always the worst to fall down yeah. off because you're gone. And the slipper just went. You just go and boom. I went, yeah. And it was like where you hit your back, oh, you know, like, ouch, yeah. you go, and you're like lower back and everything. And it just, I was at the bottom, like, uh, that's, that's a bit where you that, went, house, that house was a death trap, right, man? I once fell out of the shower there. Because <laughs> it was, because <laughs> it was like, it was a shower bath, you know? Right, so, yeah. So, and, I can't remember how, it, I think it was, I can't remember how it happened. Oh yeah, it was really slippy. It was, it was like ridiculous. We had a bath mat in, but it was like ridiculously slippy for a shower bath. And I just remember moving to like, to wash my hair or something. And, and I just, you went. <laughs> I, no, I didn't just go down, mate. I went over the bath and hit my head on the sink. <laughs> I went, whoop. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the, the whole house just heard this almighty thud. And I was just there, like this. <laughs> Obviously, in pain. The way, the way, the way, the way God made me. Just like, <laughs> I really hope nobody. I'm glad. I'm glad this door's locked. I mean, I could be dead, but I somebody heard this bang, and then somebody actually came to the door. Actually, no, they didn't. That wasn't that time. That was another time. <laughs> that time, I could have died. Yeah. Uh, but that time, the the shower was just there, and I was just I was doing that reflection where I was down on the floor in quite a lot of pain, just looking at the water going. What is life? You know, you know if that were me, and this is something really bad, it's like, I hope that thing ain't broke. I need to deposit back. <laughs> you, want, you want to actually break the sink? It was more a case of breaking my skull, mate. I was genuinely, like, in, in utter pain. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know how this got onto this after socks and sandals. Slippers. And Slippers. That house. Yeah. yeah. That's how a story can go. Thank you very much for writing in. As always there, uh, Captain Nat. I will say I forgot to put the community tab out, so that was from last week. Uh, we've got 
we've had to quickly get some Discord topics in. This I've week. just looked through the the show notes, and we haven't got Sunderland gaming, so we need to talk about that. Well, that's what we're going to do now. Yeah, right. I was uh, I was going to say that without the show notes because I'm a professional like that. I was just going to roll straight in, Jake. Oh, <laughs> Sheffield it... Wednesday, Sheffield Wednesday podcast on Tuesday night. Dexterity Watch, Sheffield Wednesday uh, played Sunderland. Yeah, we were watching. We had quite a few people in. It was a good night. I was there to celebrate three Wednesday goals. I was yes. I was back on a bit of the beer. It was a good night. We had, we had we had fun. And Wednesday got a win. It was nice watching Wednesday and actually being like, okay, so our defence still isn't perfect, but we're, we're winning and we won convincingly. Please yeah. talk me through it, Jake. We looked really good. I was really shocked. And you know how this whole situation thing going forward and play, we didn't play it out from the back that much, but it was nice. When we did, it worked okay. And Marvin Johnson, I'll give him a due, he's looking like a very com- confident player now. He mastered yeah. that role a little bit, and he does still switch off a little bit for me. He does, but he still he it's improvement. So let's put it that way. Theo yeah. goal, cracking goal, bless him. Uh, I love I love in his interviews. Like I had a celebration all lined up, and I just couldn't do it because uh, it was just the moment. First goal H- for him. His, as well, his, that's amazing. Honestly, I think the kid's going to be great for us. The one thing yeah. I am worried about is we've got. I've got to mention this at this point. He also, if that goal wasn't offside. He would have cost us one between him and yeah, Johnson. Yeah. It wasn't Johnson's fault that because Johnson had to track back. But Corbinu, you can tell that Moore's been talking about working on his game. He's got it. I understand why Moore's kept him out now because he needs to. If he's going to play him as a wing back, he's got to do his defensive duty. And you could yeah. see it was kind of it wasn't second nature to him. He had to actively think about tracking back. And I kind of liked it because you saw a player developing and learning and thinking, "Oh, I've been told to go back. Don't be so selfish yeah. going forward." But when they had an offside goal through a deflection, we were quite lucky there. Um, it was him being, because he was a bit further up, he got beaten down that side yeah. and he couldn't get back for it. So luckily we got away with it there, but we've got to be careful with Johnson on that left side of the three and then Corbinu there. That is a place where got to make yeah, sure definitely. if he's on there, we're tracking back and we're doing our defensive duty. But I will on. say something with the whole situation we've had this season with like what playing one up top, I really am starting to look from the game alone. Canberra and Lee Gregory, probably the partnership at the moment to break mm-hmm. because they look really good. Canberra turning into that player who just works. You don't see what he's doing, if you know what I mean. What he does off the ball to do stuff. And he's holding it up well. He's linking up. Great goal as well, to be fair. And when you're looking at it, go, we never go 2 0 up just before half time. And we're all a bit like, this is weird, what's going on? Yeah, well, something will change. Something will change. Something will change. And Lee Gregory to round it off was fantastic. And we stayed switched on for the full 90, which was nice. I don't mm-hmm. think we let them get into that game at all. I thought. Do you, a, do you remember a couple of podcasts ago when we were saying, oh, Che Dunkley, do we even want him to sign a new contract? He listened and he's become an absolute he's baller at the back. Well, he, he just, he just commanding that defense. He's getting into his stride. He's getting his fitness back. Yeah. And he's getting his he's getting his his sharpness back. I'd say, and it's it's coming out on the pitch. It's good to see. And we'll talk about it when we talk about. Play, but you could hear it on the Plymouth game, him mm. commanding and shouting. But it's really good to see that there's that trust there and first clean sheets in Bolton as well, which was much needed. 
because we had been yeah. letting in a lot of goal. I was really worried about this game. I thought we were going to get absolutely battered. Sunderland are not in a good place at the minute, and now they're calling for their manager's head, some of their fans. It's yeah, they, so were weird. Ch- they were in my chat, weren't they? Yeah. Saying, like, oh, I'm not convinced about him, that sort of thing. So they've, uh, if you ever want a team that are like Wednesday, it's Sunderland at the minute, isn't they, in terms of the fan, yes. the fan base dynamic and stuff like that. But, but very good win. I was very impressed with how we played. And it's setting, it's setting a benchmark now. I did say last podcast, if our defence is going to be this leaky and we're not going to have the confidence there, we have to outscore teams. Yes. So putting three past them, will do it. And then we if all, they're not at the races and they don't score at all, that's even better. I will say something. We were all watching that. We all got to the 80, 80th minute. We all went, oh, God, here it goes. <laughs> even when we were 3-0 up. Yes. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It was that. Because I was like, oh, if they get one now on the 80th minute, that means they've only they've got like nine minutes to get two more and that would we be looked, a thing that We looked all right on corners as well. Corners look a little bit better at the minute at times. They have started to look like they can find their way, that, that the arm up and the arms up can move. And yes. they, I will say, as we're moving on now to the Plymouth game, Lee Dixon did say on commentary that he's putting the... <laughs> no matter what his arm does, he seems to put the corner in the same place. I will say, yes, most of the season that has been the thing, but he, he was doing he was doing different posts with yeah. his arms and doing different positions, and he was actually putting it there. I thought that one of his, uh, the two-arm one, that when, if somebody was on that back post, that's a yeah. There were very... There was a couple of times in that way he had deep corners, and if keeper didn't get to it, he was going in. Yeah. Uh, it, the Plymouth game was interesting, to say the least. It wasn't a great game, let's be honest. It was dull. Second <laughs> half was quite nice. Well... Uh, we played some good stuff in the second half, I thought. We didn't turn up again, did we? We did that whole Wednesday thing where we don't turn up for a half and then we get a rollicking and then we turn up. It's... I think I think we started it trying to find our way into the game. So you've got to remember, Plymouth last time we played and battered us. Mm. Yeah, so we found our footing in that game and then we grew in confidence because it was like, well, we don't... Do you know what? Let's just attack them this half because if we concede, and we also don't have to do and replay, and if we got we score a goal, we don't have to do a replay. So that was I, the the goal, I think. Yeah, I was willing that ban ban and long range hit to go in though. Just yeah. the way he hit it, it was just like, no, that's not going. I think the disappointing thing because you you're seeing it and you're looking at it, it's like you wish it was more of the fans in the ground. Because it looked mm-hmm. it looked dark. it looked empty. Let's be honest. And we was- yeah, you say that though, mate. We weren't there. No, <laughs> you know we we contributed to that on Sunday. In fairness, hold our hands up fully. Like I looked at it and I went, "I'm having the day because twelve fifteen kickoff time, cold, Plymouth Cup this stage." I gave it a miss because, it, and it's on TV. That was the big thing. And I yeah. will say, I decided to stay inside and have some lunch and watch it. And no, oh, it makes it, was... it, it makes sense, but I kind of understand why people didn't go. Yeah, but at the same time, when you're on the TV and you see that, and it just we'll get to it later. On I think if you're going to use it as a community topic about the stadium, it's looking old. I love it. I, don't I love I love it, but it could do a lick of paint. But to be fair, nil nil was the right result. I thought there was a what talking about uh Corbin. There was a situation in that game where Dunkley gave him a right rollicking. Cause he went to play it back and Dunkley's there 
screaming at him, shouting, and he'd not heard him. He just bends round and Dunkley looked like he got back him. <laughs> yeah, well, the, we, we said that thing. There was a bit of a bust up between them before, wasn't there? I think Dunkley yeah. probably does like to give him a hard time, you know. You're at this level now, sort it out. Um, what are your thoughts on Berahino? Because I'm starting to think it might have been a waste of the transfer. I don't know if anyone else is feeling that way. He was better in the second half. Don't get me wrong. He did a lot more pressing and he had a shot. But I don't know. I think, I just, I think a waste of a transfer is a bit harsh. I think... He's just not hit the ground running yet. I think we're trying to... I think we suit a Gregory. We, if you're going to have Berahino, you play him centrally and you you believe in him and you back him. He's that type of confidence player mm. and you play to his strengths. Well, our team sort of plays more to Gregory's style of strength. And you saw when Gregory came on, it was leaps and bounds. Yeah. And you I know. thought Canberra again had a very good game again. Yeah. He's looking you, really what, solid. He, he's quite understated. The way he can hold up a ball and he, can, he moves well. I didn't like realize how well he moved. Yeah, but he he does. Yeah, and I think we're seeing he, it more now. The way his movement on the ball is very he make, good. He makes that space for someone to get get to, and his hold up play is just superb. He was mm. very unlucky with how many foul went against him because some of them weren't. Also, on talking about that, because I just remembered, it was interesting in the Sunderland game having Westwood on commentary and some of the things he said. Uh, because Westwood did the commentary on the Sunday game, didn't he? Go on then. He was basically turning around about saying how things were a bit different, where the manager would come in. He said about Atty was always too honest as a player when he went down. There were times where you like met more of it, but he wouldn't do it. And it was interesting having an insight of a fairly recent ex-pro who's had a lot of criticism due to whatever reasons and said stuff. The interesting thing, he's still got that passion. To be out still, on that, still because you can, you, can, well. you can you can hear him to go, he go go on get to it get to it. And you can it's like it's like he's trying to goalkeep for Bailey, and he still he still loves the club and it's the part of me wonders. What I miss him. Did, what <laughs> if we put another contract in front of him at the end of the season? But I understand why we had to move on. But it I was, do, it, it I, was I, it I do, was just, but like we, we've still got a loan in. Do you know what I, I mean? Know. That's what gets me. We've got a loan in, and the loan. I will say, we've got to say the Plymouth game. Great save, where he nearly fantastic reactionary save. Hopefully, that's uh, Peacock Farrell coming back into it. But early in the game, he nearly cost us with you know playing out from the back, that sort of thing. So we need to make sure that we've got a future plan for a goalkeeper. A loan is temporary, right? Yep. So would giving Westwood another year for me, and I Mm. was like. And I know it's there's probably more involved in that. West was on a lot more. Burnley are probably going to pay quite a lot of. Yeah, that's all the factors into it, right? And it was time for a change. But I don't know. I I've I've got a real affinity for West. I thought wing clearance was very good as well. That had yeah. the world to that because the the only thing that I got annoyed by was when they mentioned the record. So Sheffield Wednesday's not gone out of the cup for a hundred years in the first round. It's like please don't say things like that. That's not mm-hmm. what we like to hear. That that the kind of thing we see that and go right. We've got a challenge. <laughs> Do you know what? I, for, I I forgot. When we're talking about potential managers, I forgot completely about Ian Holloway. Yeah, uh, he's Great. somebody that I've always thought of. I've always wanted to see him in as the. 
he really likes Wednesday as well, you know. Yeah. You see, you hear him on a lot of shows. He's always waxing lyrical about us. And I saying think if, it, I think if Darren Moore didn't work out, I'd be I'd be I'd be all right with Holloway for a little while, to be honest. It was a it was a draw, but we've got to go do. I think it's November sixteenth now, Tuesday game at at their place. So it's not what we want, but. To be fair, it was nice to see us look a little bit better. We are starting to look that tiny bit better, and you're seeing those improvements now. We've got a first team. Yeah. This is a big thing that I want to say for it. We've got a first team, and we brought three of them off the bench, right? Hunt, for me, potentially, actually, yes, he's more of an attacking thing, but he isn't our first team for me. Um, But when Fizz and Gregory came on... (sighs) Fizz was superb. They just came on and it was like the the attack was transformed. Yeah. It it was like, oh, you can see this now. We're saving our first team for here. Because when the first team subbed on, mm. we were firing. You know, if we're gonna put that in at the end, we don't have the replay. We don't have to go yeah. down to Devon. However, I will say equally, we'd have we'd have lost that if Wing hadn't cleared it off the line. Yeah. So you can't give Wing too much stick. They did the say w- on ITV commentary, interestingly that it's expected that Wing will sign a contract with Wednesday. Did you notice that? I did notice that, but does that now change with their whole situation at the club? What, with because, Wilder? Yeah, because Wilder's in. Because Wilder yeah. might like what he saw. The thing is, one of the interesting things that they actually spoke about on commentary as well was it was the first time I've seen somebody say EFL transfer embargo with Wednesday. Because they did mention it. I don't, you see, they said a lot of interesting stuff on ITV and some of it I was like, that's not factually accurate. And I can't remember what it was, but they said so. oh, this is really great podcasting, by the way. Yeah. I'll try and remember it at some point, but they said something in commentary that was blatantly wrong and it annoyed me. Well, they got Carton Palmer and Palmer shirt numbers wrong. They also, one. yeah, they also started, um, yeah, that was one, I think it was that actually, one of the things. Yeah. Um, it was around that time, and they also kept calling Corbanu Corbanu yes. or Corbanau. I tweeted also, you. <laughs> I put a tweet mashing Corbanu with a barn on the Talking Wednesday Twitter at Talking Wednesday. Go follow it. it. Did not get enough love. Yep. Just saying. Just to saying. Be, to be fair, the one thing that came out of that as well was how good Palmer looked going forward. He's such a good player. Yeah. He really did. The thing is, they didn't stop like to stop him. Like normally, if the key a player keeps doing that, you're trying to stop him and make sure mm-hmm. they just let him run. It was really weird, but yeah. I all in all, we got we got to play him again. It's not what we wanted, but we're still in the round. I think we're number four tonight, recording this Monday, so we'll find out who we got at the end. Yeah, I um, yeah, obviously, what you'll know by the time this podcast's out. But Darren Moore after the match was saying, with us being the home team, our initiative was to take the game to them. In the final third, third it just seemed to peter out. He pretty much, he said, well, I'm happy um, that we didn't lose the game. It's a clean sheet and that builds that mentality. It was the final third where we could have been more clinical. He summed it up well, in fairness. Yeah. Um, I think also after the match that there, were, there, were, there was a bit of defence of him, you know, saying Darren Moore's got to say the same thing because uh, when it was going... Uh, was it Waddle that was saying this about yeah. Darren Moore was saying the same thing in all his interviews when we were getting individual mistakes costing mm. us points and stuff like that because that was the truth. That is what was happening. He couldn't really say anything else in there. And I did see that side of it, but for me, it was more of a case of 
he needed to, to, to be a bit harsher, but he's not going to do that. He's not going to turn the play, yeah. players away. But I did see what he was saying there. Ryan Lowe did say something interesting that we've not put in the document. He did say, you play for the owner, don't you? Yeah. So he's not, he's not, if you want a further truth of he's not coming anywhere near Wednesday. That one. Yeah. Also, he was disappointed by the crowd as well. He even said that he wasn't happy with how many were there. He was hoping a bit more of a turn up. You'll get that when you play us in the league. Yeah. It was 12.15 on a Sunday. I still don't get why. On national television. I still don't get why they got picked to the TV game. I do, though. I do, though, because it's it's still Wednesday, isn't it? It's still that. Mm. You can do the. You can do the historic club sort of sort of angle on it. And it was nice. I love seeing it on terrestrial TV. It doesn't happen often enough. No. I mean, not a lot of people get on terrestrial, do they? Yeah. Uh, do, we'll do a round. Let's actually, right. Tell me which match is better than ours that on that round up on Sunday, right, that should be on TV over Wednesday Plymouth. Tell me what you'd pick over Wednesday Plymouth. Oxford, Bristol, 2-all. Bolton, Stockport, 2-all. Rochdale, Notts County, 1-all. Stratford, Shrewsbury, uh, 5-1 to Shrewsbury. St. Albans City, Forest Green, 3-2. Which one of them is bigger than Wednesday Plymouth? Okay, good point. That's why they picked it. No shade to any of those. They're obviously historic clubs, Bolton, Notts County, that sort of thing. But um, you would say that Wednesday Plymouth was the biggest match there. Yeah. It's it's one of those things where I like to see underdogs when it comes to the FA Cup on the TV. But Mm -hmm. then again, there wasn't many underdog versus underdog. There's like a bigger team, so make sense. Carlton Palmer was talking about um, Wednesday playing out from the back, going to get us into trouble. They started talking about on commentary about how because um, I think we were just we were just coming back. We'd we'd missed the first ten minutes of the match because we went to quickly go and do some shopping because adults. Um, and Carton Palmer was talking about playing out from the back and how it's getting teams into trouble. And I think Staten was saying he's seen it more and more and more, yeah. and it sort of leads to teams at least once a match giving away giving away opportunities for a goal just from trying to play out of the back in League One. And I do think there is a bit of that. You, it feels like to have a system now, so many people, even at League One level, League Two level, are trying that three at the back system and playing it yeah. out and trying to be technical on the ball. League One used to be just get stuck in, but there's not much of that anymore. I think no. even since Wilder was sort of like a decent, a decent sort of sign of you can get out of this league playing that sort of football and more and more coaches are adopting it now. The nice thing is though with what's going on is you've seen Dan Moore use it a little bit, but recently, the last two games, he has gone for that kick it long, let's hold it up a little bit and see what happens. Kind of thing. Yeah. And when we are playing it out from the back, we are looking a little bit better with it. I think Dunkley's a lot better with it uh, than Iortha is at doing it. Because he sees it, he understands it and gets it gone. I think Palmer's starting to understand it a lot more now. And like I said, Johnson's, there's still little bits of mistakes in him and there's still times where you see him where you're like, don't turn your back, go, stay with him. But he's starting to go into that role and the bit where it's starting to look like it's working, it's starting to look like it's clicking. And a lot of the things people get sick of that jelly and clicking, you're seeing it a little bit now. Now we've just got to push on and build that forward. Well, after that, talking about building forward and that, Chris Waddle was talking about it. Obviously, Waddle's had a lot to say on Wednesday. It was interesting to see him commentate on a Wednesday game. I think the ITV link was there. 
because I don't think we'd bring him in-house with uh, some of the stuff he said against our owner. I, ca- I can't um, see him being welcomed. <laughs> I can't, yeah, I can't. I can't. I can see him being welcomed by the fans, but I can't see him being uh, mm. on that. To be fair to him, he did criticise Chancery. You what, sorry? He did criticise Chancery while he was on air. <laughs> I didn't notice that, did he? What did he say? Yeah, before the game, he was saying it's all about ownership. And you see here, the owners have not done well here. That's why they're in the position they're in at the minute. Couldn't like, resist, could he? No. Nope. <laughs> Couldn't resist. Um, but he did say something that I do want to talk about there. The ownership thing, we've we've talked about that plenty of times. I'm yeah. still saying, like, for me at the minute, Chancery's doing all right. Um, I know it's been bad in the past, but in terms of mistakes, but you've got to move forward. We've got to move forward as a club now. So let's just try and take it a day at a time at the minute, shall we? The old fo- yep. At the end of the day, the old football cliche. Right. Um Waddle was saying, looking at if it was Darren Moore, we are well organised, we are quite solid. He was talking about how Bailey Peacock Farrell was good, which even though he's had some mistakes in him, he was saying the midfield, I remember him saying the midfield were decent. But the big thing was he was saying we we're lacking a number 10. Yeah. Do you agree? <sighs> I don't see anyone that plays that well well. That strike partner. Somebody yeah. who comes off, lets the centre forward stay up the pitch. The the what, you, you could say we had that a little bit last season with Windass and Patterson in that role. I don't know if you put Windass in that role when he comes back. We've had that in our Discord as well. Worko wrote in and said Windass would be a good number 10. Yeah, it's, back. We, we've not really had a proper number 10 really since Fez, since Forstieri. That kind of mm. sit him in there. And it's another one of these things where we've not managed to replace someone who we really should have done. But very hard to replace a player like Forstieri. A number 10 would help. I think you could possibly put um, Fizz into that role if you get his shooting up. He's he got that ability to run on and go for it. Did you even he, put Canberry there or am I being a bit too ambitious with that? Possibly, yeah. You could possibly do that there. Because of how good he is on the ball. Mm. He does that hold up well, so it could work. Mm. I think, to be fair, there were times in that game where Fizz was turning into that number 10 when he was coming forward and just hitting into that pocket of space. It's something I'd like us to do and bring someone else, unless there's someone behind uh, the scenes. I think that's why you've got the likes of Alex Hunt that's gone on loan. He's maybe our future number 10. Because that's the play, that way playing at Grimpy. And I wonder if he's got that in mind for further on. I don't, don't see who you put there right now, and that's the issue. Yeah, uh, Hunt could be a good shout if he... Um, Byers, um, maybe? Pushing yeah. a bit further forward? We've got to see more of these players, haven't we, to, yeah. to, say, it, to say it for definite. But He does have a point. There isn't, there isn't that kind of person there. I'd, I'd like to see what I would like to see. Gregory... Can Barry possibly play like a side out there? Mm. I mean, some people might be screaming Barry Bannon, but not at this stage for me. Yeah. He, 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 he better sit him back. And it was interesting Waddle saying how everything flowed through and that needs to stop. We need to find different people for it to go through. Yeah. And we've been saying that for what, a couple of weeks? Yeah, we, we have. We've, we've, we've said that Bannon should be in the side, but we should have, other, we should have alternatives to take some of the pressure off him 
And they'll well, say anything. I've noticed that though against Plymouth. I know we didn't, but against Sunderland, it didn't all go through Bannon. No, it didn't. Bannon was sort of the person that was sitting the furthest back. And if we'd run out our options, you'd give it to the creative player in Bannon, yep. and he would then try and reshift it and get it going forward again. I liked that, right? It was good because. Because that's how we should play. Give it to the creative players. Give it to Corbinu. Give it to Canberra. Give it to these young, hungry players that want to do it. And then if we're out our ideas and we need to pass backwards, give it to Bannon. It's like it clicking with them that we can actually go on and have a little run. Like, Adoniran very good at doing that when Bannon's sitting back. Adoniran will just take it off and go mm. with it. He had a great, he nearly had another great chance in that Plymouth game. Yeah. Fizz does the same thing. It's interesting. We can get those two players, because they're two players who are obviously looking like they're going to be in Wednesday's future starting to be that link-up, it could be really good. And we've mentioned about Adoniran and possibly Fib being the main midfield partnership. Yeah, we'll, we'll have to see how that one plays out. But um, good things from this week. Hopefully it continues. We'll yes. have to see. Can we go on a run? We will have to see. Uh, so we're going into a story about, not, not really a big thing, but two of our former managers recently, Steve Bruce and Tony Poulos, have been talking about the abuse online. You know, they. They've been talking about how some criticism by the pundits have gone too far. I know this was a Steve Bruce thing, but I think Tony Poulos has recently added on to yeah. it. It's kind of interesting that it's two of our former managers. He was speaking to the sports desk at the BBC, and Poulos said that media as well as, the media as well as social media created a monster. You know, the criticism was going too far. Criticism by some pundits and fans had, had gone too far. You know, and um, his message came in the wake of Santo getting sat by Spurs and getting a lot of grief during all of that. And mm. he was saying that, well, I don't know if he was saying this, but it was quoted in the article about every team seems to get booed at the minute. Every manager seems to get booed if they're not performing, even in the, the short term, you know. And obviously that goes on the back of Steve Bruce talking about the abuse he'd received before. Yeah. He was quoted as saying, I do think the way that we're going, I think there's got to be a red light somewhere. Someone's got to say, stop, that's enough. We're getting very close to that point. That's professional criticism. I th that professional criticism, I think you have to accept, never mind how hard it is or tough it is. The phone-ins after games. Some people haven't even been to the games and get on the radio and the abuse managers. The world's changing. There's no middle ground anymore. I will say, if you've not... I, you, there is a very... End quote, by the way. There's a very clear line of the people that don't watch the football and just moan about the same thing all the time. Yeah. Or... The people that go quiet when the manager's doing well and then they sort of sit and wait to, to moan when it moans. We've seen it on the podcast. We've seen yeah. it in our own conversations and our own time. thing. And it's interesting saying this and I understand what they're saying, but there's also lots of other things that shouldn't be in the game and they don't seem to do much and put too much on to doing it and fixing it. I think... Racism? Yeah, my kind of thing. Sexism, racism. There's a lot you, you of know, stuff. That should Just, be a lot higher than a manager getting pelted because he's had a bad game. I understand that it goes right, into let's the just, let's, just, let's just blanket statement this. All of this needs to be fixed. Yes, right? it does. That's there, it. The, start with the bigger, big, big issues such as, and yeah. it ties into this, right? Such as the fact that you have still got abhorrent racists in certain parts of the country that FIFA are not doing enough about, UEFA are not doing enough about. I don't care about you say cultural differences, things like that. Oh, it's worse. That's just the way they are. It needs yeah. to be out of the game. It needs to be out of society, but it needs to be out of the game, right? 
Then you do the trickle down of sorting this out. Yes, managers shouldn't be having social media abuse. We need to look at a way to regulate that. But when it's all about money, 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 that's where it comes into it. If companies are going to lose money by regulating these things, it's not going to happen. Yeah. Right. So there either needs to be a stance from it. But if you also get government involved, most of them can't be trusted, then they can be kicked. And nobody's yeah. going to trust that. Half of them will trust them, half of them won't. That's usually the way the split goes. That's how votes work. Do you know what I mean? So it's there is no fixable solution here other than there needs to be more accountability for what you're doing more then again if you see say more traceability you, not everybody's going to be comfortable you're going to go on the their, other side other yeah. side where people are not going to like that they they anyone can look up anything on yeah you. because it's, it's so hard it's not it's never going to be fully secure in, terms in an of age of social somewhere. media where and i think this is the thing we are seeing prime example social media showing it good and it's bad Going back even about 10 years ago, it probably wasn't as bad because not a lot of people were clicked onto the Twitters and everything, but everyone got a smartphone. Everyone got a little computer in the pocket so they can have that say, send it, no consequences. And yes, we're a fan channel and we have our say, but we're never over the top. There are some sections of fan bases that have it where it is over the top. And mm. Yeah, we have the stuff that we said about Bruce in the past, but we've never gone anything about his family. We've never said anything about... We just said it was a really crappy way of him leaving. Yeah, I used to be... quite Obviously, I still do quite a lot of reactionary stuff. I used to be a little bit harsher. I used to make a few more jokes. Um, when it's on long-term stuff like podcast, if I'm not creating a piece that's meant to intentionally have those sort of yeah. jokes, and I don't necessarily mean them either, by the way. It's just there for comedic effect. You know, that's what comedy is meant to be when you're doing those sort of videos. Um, but even at time, even over the past couple of years, I don't really have that as much now. I'll still do it. I'll still yeah. put, make, put a bit of a comedic video together and start taking the mic a little bit. But if it ever goes past the line of it, it's I've seen it in my, I've seen it in my everyday life, though. Do you know, mm. people... I've spoke to a few people from this podcast, from the industry, uh, from the music industry, and exact for examples in the different aspects of work I do. Someone will say something to me online that they would never say to my face, and in my face yep. we'd have a perfectly decent conversation. And that yep. is the problem that you face with all of this because people, I've not got it in me to be like that, and I I've never fully understood people that have. No, right? I am because I've always that. thought like why why does it give you so much satisfaction just to pull some, someone else down? Like I don't make myself be, feel better by making somebody else feel worse. I've never, I've never sat like that and I don't, I've never understood it. And I just think it comes down to a matter of decency and having that decency about you. And this is just, this is just an epitome of the fact that most of a lot of society in a loud part of society, for example, hasn't got that decency. Mm. And a big problem with it as well is younger kids going on these platforms and saying stuff because you all say super stuff when you're 13 and 14 there needs to be more look, of a regulation well, of those sort of like teenagers at, going on and at, just having no consequences because they're the ones that say the really abhorrent look stuff at, look well. at players who are now professionals who back in the day and then a tweet gets dug out from 10 years ago it's like mm. i was a kid it's like i think there was a swansea player who got basically and he found out and he literally went oh my god he's 12 mm. and that kind of situation it, it needs I'll be. To I'll be honest, better. though. I'll be honest, though. Depending on where you grow up, and this is not acceptable. There needs to be more education in those situations. Because yeah. I, where I grew up, it was like you could make some of those jokes. Some of the, some of the jokes, like from even groups I knew at school, 
made yeah. the odd race joke or something like that. And because everybody was sort of like in on it, even the people of those races in that in that yeah. thing, it's sort of like acceptable. But if you on a wider context, and to be honest, in general context, looking back on it, none of that is acceptable. No. Do you know? But that's just that's why that is dangerous in itself because it's something in a vacuum. And but, also, if we're if we're gonna go on the whole with him saying sacking stuff, let's be fair, Nuno, he wasn't their first choice. They got their second or third choice, and then he went back to the first choice. So if you actually just gave it, gave Conte what he wanted straight away, you won't be in this situation. Well, there's rumours he was about their seventh choice, mate. Well, yeah, you know, you, but you know what I mean. If you're not first mm. choice, why would you? It's like when people have had it before, where we've looked at certain managers and. They've gone, well, it's not your first choice. Why would he want to reapply? I just think we all know this now. We all know the situation. I, I've had those times where it's got so bad, like, people that I've just been like, I just wish social media would just all get deleted. We don't need any of it, mm. you know. And you, it can get that bad sometimes in your head. But you don't... I think you really have to detach yourself from it, you know. Yeah. Um, and I can imagine on a global scale of that, it's very difficult. Because we always see as well, we don't. You don't think people see it. The people that say the abuse don't think the people actually see it, and they will find the stuff if they ever if they ever have it come across them. Um, and they don't. I just don't. I just stop being arses to people. Is what I'm going to finish this on, right? Yep. I think Steve Bruce and Tony Poulis are not very likable people in my football circle, right? because of my football experiences. Yeah. But I wouldn't abuse them like that. I'd make yeah. jokes about them. I'd make the odd joke, you know, and I'd, I'd put, I'd put a video together being quite jokey about him, probably being a little bit mean. But I put my face to it. Yeah. I put my mannerisms to it. I made it a comedic piece. But I would also be very respectful if I ever met those people and I would call what the content I created for what it is. And, I, and I'm sure you do the same. Yeah. And I would never make it... I would never cross that line i mean well, I probably of, in some you know one of the reasons i did videos for the channel is well i got sick and tired of it just being my a keyboard behind the thing mm. i thought if i'm gonna actually put something out there and it's something i think is right i want my face and voice out there yeah too many people don't want to do that though man yep and i know a lot of our audience have footballers as their icons why do we do this yeah. I mean, I used to do it on the forums. Yeah. Well, let's put it this way. Sense, but... Be better. That's all we're yeah. asking. Yeah. Let's just be better to each other. Yeah. And we haven't had one of them for a while, have we? Nope. Um, so, moving on to good news for Fizz. He's got Player of the Month from, from Wednesday. From it. other fans. Yep. Obviously, people say... It was interesting seeing the comments again. People saying he was towing off a little bit those last couple of matches, but he was superb earlier on. I could see parts of that. But yeah, well done, Fizz, on getting the Owls Player of the Month for October. Bailey Peacock Farrell has been called up to Northern Ireland ahead of their two final two World Cup qualifying games in November. They play Lithuania on Friday the 12th of November, and they will face Italy on Monday the 15th of November. Gone. I think he's already gone. So no, he went be, last. He went. Uh, yeah. he went the night it'll of be, the Plymouth so it'll game. So it'll be Joe in net tomorrow. Yeah, or maybe Joe. Not. Joe will be in net, and he will be in net on Saturday as well. Yeah. So, time to stake a claim again. Peacock Friday very well before he left, but 
Wildsmith, if you can come in and keep that performance going, I can see you earning the shirt for it. I, I like that. We've also got on, going also on, on them, one with uh, Wildsmith, um, he posted recently that he's going to be a dad for the first time. So congratulations to him and his partner. Congratulations, indeed. Right. Community topics. Thank you for getting these in on Discord at very last minute. I was like, oh, I've got 10 minutes before we start. To be fair, I've that's put a, tab a little bit on me because I normally put it in a little bit earlier to say, we need some topics in and it's been a week. <laughs> I know. It's still my job to post it though, isn't it? I didn't do that. So it's all, it's all good. Um, Hubert Hubdub <laughs> writes into the Discord and says, which current Wednesday player has the best trim slash haircut slash hairstyle? Mm. I'm not going with Hutt because I don't like that blonde. It's difficult, this one. Yeah. I kind of like Windassers. I must say there's some, there's some dodgy trims amongst them, isn't they? Mm. I like Windassers. I think that's quite a classic look. I'm going to go for Corbinu because he reminds me of when I had my quiff. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, yeah. Can, can you see that? I could yeah. see that. Like, So I'm going I'm to go for Corbinu. Kobanu, sorry, ITV. Um, <laughs> nice trim, man. Workout writes in and goes, is Hillsborough Stadium looking tired compared to others? Will it need a revamp soon? Yes, it's needed a revamp for it quite some time. It does look quite tired. The problem is, Chancery won't put any money stadium-wise in it looking nice until we're further up. He said Do you that. remember Presto not being on that stand? Because I don't. No, I thought I actually thought that got fixed, but obviously it didn't. <laughs> it's still there. I have, I don't remember. My entire in Wednesday, my brain. Wednesday watching Wednesday, that's always been there. Mm-hmm. I kind of don't want it to go because of that. Mm. The thing is, we've done bits and pieces where we updated it. Like someone who I know took a picture at the Wednesday badge, and I was like, he, and I looked and said, "Oh wow, that looks bad." They painted it. Said, "No, I edited it." So, oh. That actually looks a lot better with your edit. Can you send it them and say, just get some paint up to make it... It, need, it needs a refresh. And it the needs problem a is it looks like we've got different shades of blue now. Yeah. Because the fade and where it's all going, there's no real clear Wednesday blue there, is there? No. There, there's a, I'll send it you after the podcast. There's a video somebody sent me of what Wednesday Stadium could look like futurized. If they did it, the thing well, is, it's, 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 it's the world. It was the Euros plans or the World Cup or one of those. No, th- this is a this happened. is a this is a different one as well that someone mocked up. But they, if that happened, we'd be fine because it would be looking pretty tidy. I think we invested a lot of money on the pitch itself because the pitch needed doing. Like remember those days when we had the Wigan game postponed due to flooding. The problem is, it's one of those grounds that's very hard to update in terms of where it is. You can't expand it unless you go up, and even if you go up, you're going to have issues. Yeah, you know I mean? I've, we've always said that, like, you would have to, you'd have to knock a road out. You'd have to move a road and do some sort of cut through or something if mm. you were going to expand it. And you'd have, it'd be a nightmare. It would it, be a nightmare. It w- I'd, like, I'd like to see us have... This is the bit where we always talk about long-term planning with Chancery. Show us what your long-term plan is for Middlewood and Hillbrook, because in my, on- uh, in my honest opinion, it. though, man. Now I thought this would be different. I thought we'd probably need to go to something that could hold a steady forty-five if we'd have gone to the Premier League. But now I'd even say, just get it to a solid 30, 35 yeah. to thirty-seven. Get every aspect of that ground 
in good condition. Yeah. You know, cover but it, but sections that need covering, make sure everything's revamped and gets, get the seats sorted. And you can have a stadium that's going to hold more than our capacity for a little while at least. What would you want to do first? Though? Would you want stadiums to be done first or a new training facility? Considering we have a quite a bit of injuries, the training facility. Because also, when you see Middlewood, it looks old. It looks, you see, it don't look great, does it? It's, it's, it don't look the best from what I've seen on pictures and stuff like that. It reminds me of, you know, football training camps from when I was younger. It needs, <laughs> everything needs sort of a bit of a, of a rework. Yeah. But we haven't got money. So low priorities at the minute, in, mm. if, I'm, if I'm honest. If we get to the Prem, that can be a nice problem to have. Well, if we get to the Prem, I can, I can see that being something he says, right, we, I've got money now, here you go, I used the TV money this season to get it all sorted. Look at what Burnley did. Burnley were a classic example. They went up, stayed for one season, and then went down again, but they used all the money that they had and built a state-of-the-art training facility and then went back up, and they've been there ever since. Yeah, for now at least. Um oh, yeah. Right, let's move on to Wednesday's next matches. Thank you for writing in for us at the last minute, guys. Appreciate that. The next yep. match is in the Pizza Cup, and it is against Gillingham, who are currently seventh in League no, Two. No, it's not. Not in the Pizza Cup. It's Harrogate. No, it's Harrogate. Gillingham's the league. Sorry, they are in League Two because Gillingham are in League One. It's because I've got a Gillingham badge right in front of my face. Um, <laughs> no worries. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't really matter about their form in the league as so to speak, because it's a cup game and you can't really compare the league. They have scored 27 goals this season, conceded 20. Their last match was a win against Wrexham. We'll have to see how we get on in the Pizza Cup. I think but the manager's also a Wednesday. Right? I think he is, indeed. It would be good to see. Um, I'd like to see us get uh, three wins in that group. That would be good. If we can get the three, w- three wins and f- we're obviously looking like we're going to go through, it would be nice. But also, let's just remember, we played Manfield and we thought that was going to be easy and we only got that last minute to win it. So it'll be interesting to see what he picked for this team considering how we play players. He'll know, he'll know Wednesday as well. So mm. you to got to make sure. I think it's going to be quite heavily rotated though, this one. Yeah. This one won't be. This is a must win for me because this is Gillingham on Saturday. They have 16 points. They've got a point per game, pretty much, is their, yeah. their thing. They're 19th in League One. If Wednesday you're going to have some ambition here this season, we need to be beating Gillingham yeah. because that's just where we've got to set it at the minute because they are obviously 19th. Their last match was a draw with Cheltenham. They have nine points at home and seven points away. Yeah. If what those games where... We desperately need to start using the consistency now and not going against the big team because we do have a little bit of a situation where we'll play a big team and we'll turn up, we'll play well, but then we get to this game and we, we don't look like we're up for it. Yeah, I get what you mean. Like the lad who's their striker is a Sheffield lad. We had him in our books. He was in our youth academy, Vladden uh, Oliver. And he's doing really well and he's looking good. So it'll be good for him to come back and stuff. But I just hope he doesn't. Well, we're away, aren't we? But it'd be good to see what happens and how we do. But these are the games we need to start winning. You, you look at the games we've got coming up soon. 
They're the games that we need to start picking we're points We're not away. Up. Are we not away? I thought we were away. It's Hackers and Stanley were away, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, yeah that's why. But these are the games we need to start winning. Yeah, I might, I might, I might stream. Maybe, maybe not. I might stream the replay because they put it on a Tuesday night, aren't they? Yeah, the replay against Plymouth, and then there's the Saturday. Oh, there's a lot of football coming at you thick and fast, guys. Yeah, it we've got we've got Harrogate. We got Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, and then Saturday, Saturday. But that's Christmas. <laughs> I really, really, really day. hope we've got some player back for this coming. Soon because we have got a Gallison squad at the minute as well. Mm. Got a run of games coming up as well. If if we if we're gonna do it in this league, this run, Gillingham, Akers, gonna go to Cobb. MK Dons, they're three that we should be getting MK, the points at. M- MK Dons are going to be a tough one because they are quality yeah. at this. Season. And then after that, we've got Wickham, so that's going to be tough as well. Yeah. So we've we've got to we've got to turn it on for November. And see see how we well, get look. On. We are starting to look better. We're starting to see see what we can do. If we can now see that a lot more, that Sunderland game has now got to be the bit where they say this is where we our level is, and this is where we have got to be. Yeah. Do not let us down against Gillingham when you've just beat Sunderland three 0 That's yeah. The, that's the basics. But um, that is it for me, from me even for this episode of the. I've got to say what's happening. <laughs> what about yourself a friend anything to add just take care of yourself it's getting darker and wrap up warm yes and Jake will say it's getting darker every week as it continues to get darker I'm sure yeah um, I will I don't like the going to work in the dark and coming back in the dark thing that sucks yeah I used to hate nice. it I used to hate it worse when I just graduated and I was working in hospitality and you were doing that that was the yeah. worst I, I used, I, to, I used to hate it that I would start a kitchen shift at like four in the morning to go get prepped ready for breakfast and be like, right, done. I'll go to six o'clock when I feel like, ah, where's the sunshine gone? Well, no, that's even worse than mine. Cause I was on, re- I was doing a, I used to do reception work and I was, um, our, our, our early was be on desk for 6.45, um, which meant I had to get up at like just before six. And trying to put contact lenses in before <laughs> six o'clock in the morning is just the most horrific thing. Yeah, ever. Nothing. And then you go. I worked there in winter as well. I oh. worked there from because I just finished. Um, I just finished uni, and I I need well, I want money as every person that yep. comes out of uni does. And because I worked a bit student accommodation at uni, I decided to go straight into the actual like accommodation because it was easy enough for me to get a job because yeah. I got that experience. Um. Winter was always funny in the kitchen and, because the, everybody will be yeah, looking I, for that evening shift because they could have a bit of a day in the I did outside. I did shifts from October to February there before I was like, nah, I've had enough of this. Uh, but it was uh, it was just a case of getting really cold. Now I still have to get up quite cold, cold and do a lot of uh, work in the in the cold and the dark. But it's the 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 extra hour or so hour and a half in bed is much appreciated nowadays but then again i'm getting older and i'm getting tired i don't do that thing i've still i've needed more sleep as i've got older i've not got less well i, t- I told you about the week like apart from like streaming wednesday and the game tuesday i've been falling asleep at like seven <laughs> that's the time yeah. my little girl goes to bed i'm like what's going on i want to do things no you're going for a nap <laughs> yeah and that's old age it sucks <laughs> and we're not even old 
No. Well, I say we. <laughs> yeah. You are. You've got the slippers. I'm, clo- right. I'm closer. <laughs> I ain't got the pipe yet, so I'm all. I'm nearly there. Oh, I know what to get you for Christmas now then, don't I? <laughs> right. That is it for this week's episode of the Talking Wednesday podcast. Be well, and we will see you in the next episode of Talking Wednesday. See ya. <laughs>